Oh, spooky noises. And ghouls? Ugh. Yes, I'm a ghoul. Oh, well, hi there, Mr. Ghoul. Welcome to Story Hall. It must be October, but also, that must mean it's time for our fourth annual Scary Hole. Hi, it's me, Joey. You longtime listeners know that October is a time for us to head out into the woods and tell a bunch of shorter, scarier stories. But Roger's still knee-deep in negotiations for his blood pact with our friend Satan. And Brian's still getting the voicemail on the old Ouija board. And Kevin keeps putting too much paprika in the witch's cauldron. And she's super pissed about it. So while we finished cooking up our humunculi, we thought maybe it'd be a good time to share something else we've been cooking with you. The West Coast chapter of Storyhole is embarking on a new podcast for bonus fun. It's a food review podcast called Food Hole. <laughs> wow, that sounds friggin' cool. Where we take a little bite of snacks and treats and junky food and give you highbrow opinions from a few refined gentlemen. So for this week, in lieu of our regular programming, we thought we'd go ahead and give you a taste of our soup du jour. If you like it, go ahead and check out Food Hole, wherever you get your podcasts. We're tossing up the first three episodes this week and putting out one each week for the next couple weeks. So if you don't mind, give us a listen over there so that we can go get that algorithm going. And don't forget to tune in for the rest of October for some Halloween horrors. Unless you're too scared. For real though, it's a good show. Ah, thanks, ghoul. Bon appetit and bye for now. Bye forever. I'm a one-time character. Have a terrific life. And please to my wife and lover. Goodbye. Welcome to Food Hall, a refined conversation about unrefined food. So pull a chair up to the table and let us put a food in your hole. (laughs) Hi, I'm Roger, your chef gourmand. Hi, I'm the Cracker Jack of Cuisine, Brian. And I'm Belangerie Joey. Hi, <laughs> welcome to uh, a celebration of a, of a decadent autumnal treat. We're going to take a devilish dip into the dark world of Halloween flavors, uh, where the voices are disembodied and the, and the, and the flavors are full-bodied. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we'll be discussing Cheetos cinnamon sugar flavor. Now, this is a special edition variation. It's uh, a play on the typical expectation you might have with Cheetos, in that it's not cheesy, but instead covered in sweet spice dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's available at any grocery store, but I do think it's a seasonal release. So I'd imagine it'll probably only be in stores for a few months. I want to ask, um, in your tasting experience, what did you pair with these Cheetos? Did you go for um, a nice uh, glass of wine, a Chardonnay? I didn't. I Every now and then when I needed to cleanse the palate, I had a, a swig of Diet Cola. Okay. I went with, with ice water because I was too tempted to go for milk because it kind of gave me cereal vibes. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe I should avoid that. I also went with water, uh, room temperature, straight from the kitchen sink. Um, and just for some context, before we start really discussing our experiences with this snack, can you tell us really quick what your background is with the Cheetos brand? Uh, are you coming in with a certain level of, of knowledge or uh, Cheetos experience? 
Uh, I'm aware that uh, the dust is called Cheetle, so I feel like that makes me somewhat of a connoisseur of, of the Orange Delights. <laughs> Any relation to John Cheetle? Uh, <laughs> he's the one who he invented it, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's where they get it from. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to milk him. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. When have, have you ever seen his nipples? <laughs> They're orange. Bright orange. Yeah. Oh, man. Powdery. That's flaming hot. <laughs> I don't know if I'm an expert. I would say a normal bag of Cheetos seemed like a thing of my youth. Mm-hmm. I feel like in my adulthood, I did make the journey to either Flaming Hot or the the jalapeno versions mm-hmm. that I like. But I don't know if I ever really went down the rabbit hole of a dessert yeah. Cheeto. Untested ground, that's for sure. How would you guys feel when you looked at the bag and like your first initial opening of the bag? Yeah, let's talk about our first impressions. Um, when I saw the bag, I, w- I was definitely drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Listeners, what we're looking at here, it's a, a purple bag that features an illustration of Cheeto's mascot, Chester Cheetah, surrounded by lightning, laughing maniacally. Yeah. And in front of him is what appears to be some kind of surgical bed mm-hmm. that has just the delicious cinnamon sugar bones of a human skeleton on it. You get real solid Frankenstein vibes from this. I, I'm a little, I wish they kind of leaned into that more because Chester is he's still wearing tennis shoes and sunglasses. And I feel like a mad scientist. It's, it's got a mad scientist vibe. Yes. And I wish they had kind of maybe played up that angle more. Yes. Because what is he doing in the laboratory wearing sunglasses and, and cool tennis shoes? If they gave him a white coat, this could pass. Because when you're dealing with uh, bright, sparkly things like that, you do need to wear safety goggles. It is important. That's true. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. But also, above him, we get to see uh, a sample of, of all the different uh, little tasty treats we're going to have mm-hmm. uh, access to inside the mm-hmm. bag. There are four familiar shapes. We have a skull. Uh, a rib cage that looks like a 2D representation of the 3D rib cage, where you can see kind of the back of them, mm-hmm. uh, the Among Us character, and uh, <laughs> and a bone, your, your classic bone. Which I think we should address. This is the title of this snack is Cheetos Bag of Bones, mm-hmm. cinnamon sugar flavor. Yeah. So we're looking at something that is themed definitely for Halloween. Yes. Yeah. At the top it says four skeleton shapes, and. How did you guys feel about those four skeleton shapes? I like the skeleton shapes a lot. Yeah. Oftentimes, I feel like when you look at the bag and they show you these dynamic shapes, where the reality doesn't live up to it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I opened it up, the shapes were fairly representative. They had a good three-dimensionality to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you turned off by the macabre nature of eating a skeleton? No, I'm all about it. Okay, you monster. Okay. Well, I mean, the bag implies that he's bringing it to life, so it's not dead anymore. Mm-hmm. It's undead, and that's <laughs> there's no laws against eating the undead. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And I was intrigued by, on the bag, it shows us the skeleton constructed. You know, we see the rib cage yes. with arms and legs, hands, feet, uh, the skull on top. It's a fully, you know, modeled human being or human skeleton. And I was looking forward to reconstructing that human skeleton myself, which I did do after I opened the bag. I was a little dismayed, though, about the scale of the pieces. I don't know if you guys right, had this experience, yeah. too. Agreed. Agreed. The rib cage mm-hmm. and the skull are about the same size. Uh, as each other. And I think that that seemed accurate, right? From what I know about the human anatomy. Right. We have long, skinny arm leg bones, like a femur kind of, that we can use for both the arms and the legs. Mm-hmm. But then instead of hand bones or feet bones, we just have this kind of generic shape that Joey described as the Among Us character. It's a four-fingered paw, I guess. And yep. they're, they're massive. They're the size of the skull. Right. So when I reconstruct yeah. the skeleton, it's a he- they have huge, huge hands and huge feet. And it looks ridiculous. But then you think about it, and who on this bag has giant feet and hands? Chester Cheetah. Chester. So oh maybe this isn't even a human. <laughs> 
He's actually doing this to a dead relative. Mm. Maybe this is somebody that he knew. And loved. I mean, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, and I don't want to dwell on these shapes too long, but I, I, I think they limited themselves to four skeleton shapes. And I was trying to think, could we have lost the hand and feet? Because hand and feet aren't bones, right? They're a bunch of tiny bones, and that's just not realistic. I think I would have preferred if they had gone for skull, rib cage, some long skinny femur bone, and then maybe just a hip bones, a pelvis. Yeah. I think I could have made a better skeleton with those four pieces. Right. Any kind of advertisement that I was finding for this goes back to the 2014 ad campaign. Mm-hmm. And they definitely play up, make a creation out of this. Oh. So you can make it look like this, or you can make it look like a monster, or however you want to go We're with it. We're playing the role of Dr. Frankenstein, creating our yeah, own sure. monstrosity. I like that. So it's supposed to be something that you enjoy, but you also play with. I'm going to make one where it's got a skull where its butt should be. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> should we dive inside the bag? Yeah. What'd you guys do first? I stuck my nose right in there. Got a strong whiff of that cinnamon sugar, and I was pretty happy with it. Uh-huh. When I was trying to, you know, I was trying to get ready for my first time doing a, a food review. I looked up the response for smells. It's called an olfactory response, mm-hmm. and my first reaction, uh, coincidentally, was that it kind of ta- kind of smelled like olfactory. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised by I, what I thought was a very heavy note of kind of a butter, no, like a rich, warm, buttery smell. Man, I've so many notes about the butteriness of this. Mm-hmm. But a pleasant smell. Yes, it's, it's a definitely a treat and not, a, not a, a Cheeto. That's what the smell represents. Big pieces, right? I, I was surprised by the size of the pieces. Yeah. One rib cage was a good mouthful. You don't need to put three or four in your mouth. No. You just do one at a time. And if you want a smaller bite, the femur bones are much smaller. It felt nice to have the control that I could dictate how much food I have in my mouth at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I did mention <laughs> earlier that it reminded me of cereal. And it crossed my mind that if I had access to um, the like the honey, I shrunk the kids, like mm-hmm. little laser beam mm-hmm. thing. If you shrunk, these pieces are big. They're a solid like inch, maybe more. If you shrunk them down to the size of a cereal, the consistency would probably be similar to that of a piece of cereal. Yeah. These are very cereal-like in, yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. They're very airy. Yeah. They are very. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah. the texture. How did you guys feel about that? Um, it, I think they're lighter than the traditional Cheeto or even like the Cheeto puff. Yes. I mean, they're definitely in the Cheeto puff family as opposed to the Cheeto crunchy variety. <laughs> yes. For whatever reason, I was expecting like your standard Cheeto, like the, the little the shriveled, the little, dense the little nugget. shriveled nugget. Yeah, but I found uh, these to be very airy, mm-hmm. um, very light, and all you would need to do is put pressure. Like if you just put it in your mouth and put pressure of your jaw, it would just like dissolve and crumple. Uh, one thing about this though, that because they are so airy, um, I was like, okay, well, part of me feels like it's a, a Catholic communion wafer. It'll melt in my mouth if I just let my saliva go. Man, I 100% was having communion flashbacks. Really? Do you think that there's a connection there? Do you think something about this uh, Cheetos bag of bones, cinnamon sugar flavored Cheeto is godly? Uh, I would say uh, we have two Catholics and they both made that connection. So the answer is irrefutably yes. Yes. Well, I think a big part of it is that we're dealing with a devilish, it's a temptation, really, a flavor temptation. That's true. And sensation. But and isn't the communion way for the body of Christ? Yes. And these are body-shaped. That's another connection. Oh, we're eating the, we're no. eating the body of Chester. Okay. And maybe our our souls are being saved uh, or like combating the flavors in our mouth to, to protect us uh, from, from these. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a Cheeto curse. Let's just make that very clear. Um, <laughs> Not to get too involved in this, but the, the old Christian debate is how much of Jesus is actually in that communion. Uh-huh. I wonder how much of Chester is in each bite 
the modern Jesus, really. Yeah, this is something we really need to get some theological help on to kind of figure out where we are. Yeah. Uh, were we able to uh, get that famous theologian uh, to, for the interview? The Pope? Uh, he canceled. Yeah, the Pope, he canceled. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's all right. We'll get him next time. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about the flavor. The big one. What'd you guys think? <sighs> Initially, I was... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to come back, but initially I was kind of disgusted. Really? Disgusted? It, it hit me because I think maybe Carl at the factory made a mistake and dropped some of the Cheeto in the, into the vat because I got a, a taste <laughs> of original Cheeto. No. That's, that can't be true. You had notes of cheese? It, there was something about it. I couldn't, I couldn't describe it as cheese, but there was well, something. I think, I think I know what you're referring to, and I think it's the cornmeal base, yes. right? We're working with the same base between yes, cheese yes, Cheetos yes, yes. and these. Mm-hmm. So I think you're just, in your mind, associating that cornmeal taste with what, what would normally be a cheesy experience. Right, and I, I think maybe my brain was trying to dot some, some or cross some T's and dot some I's or something, because mm-hmm. it almost felt salty to me. But then, after you know, letting it, uh, you know, uh, I guess ferment in my mouth. I don't know what to call mm-hmm. it for, for a Ruminate. good second. Ruminate. Thank you. Uh, then it's exactly what you'd expect in a cinnamon sugar snack. To kind of build off of what Joey's saying, and I'm going to kind of go from flavor into a few other things, the taste, the balance, the longevity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know exactly what Roger's talking about. I think this is what you were experiencing, Joey, that the the corn base, as well as what I'm assuming is kind of maybe like a buttery... Uh, element that adheres the sugar cinnamon to it mm-hmm. was the overwhelming flavor. So it's a ton of corn, a, a ton of this butteriness, and a very slight amount of a sugar cinnamon. What I basically would say was like yeah. uh, just a, a garnish of the cinnamon sugar. And mm. it's it's a cinnamon sugar afterthought. Yeah. Really. Yes. And I yes. Found absolutely. It, it's, it's two parts. I would say overarching, bite by bite, I found myself wanting more of the sweetness and less of the corn butter. Yeah. Uh, But that might be a brilliant tactic because I felt myself and found myself needing to keep funneling in new pieces into my mouth to maintain that very, very, like, you were, tiny wisp of a sweet. You were desperate for the sugar. Yeah, I kind of, and, and it was working. Like, I kept going for it to kind of maintain that. So, it's brief, it's subtle, right, right? and then there's a lot of corn butter. That's what I got out of it. Would we all agree that this would be a more, more successful execution if it used, like, a flour-based? Yes. Rather than a corn-based piece? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But then you wouldn't get the same texture, so that's True. probably where, you know, uh, at that point, are you even a Cheeto? Yeah, that's a good point. I ask myself that every day. Are you, are you even a Cheeto? <laughs> and the answer is no. I'm a, I'm a human. <laughs> Never have been. <laughs> I also thought that the cinnamon sugar, I've, I've tasted other spices in there. Like, I, I, I think I might have tasted a nutmeg in there. Oh, oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't get much of that. It was subtle. Again, it's it's like, you know, just a ghost of spice whispering in your mouth. Right. All right. Do you think that was also intentional to kind of go with like the idea that maybe Chester is there? Maybe Chester was more prevalent <laughs> than yours and he tastes like nutmeg. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're further from God than the rest of us. So <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> Kind of to, to put a, a full picture on it, I found that my overall disposition can be rooted down into one word, and I feel bad. Disappointing. Disappointing. Interesting. 
Yeah, I enjoyed my time with it, but I I felt like I was plagued by the question of when would I eat these? Yeah, you know what is what is the appropriate situation in which um, you would reach for a bag of cinnamon sugar Cheetos? I have an answer for that. You tell me if you guys agree. I looked at the back of the bag, and it is thirty pieces, one hundred and sixty calories. And if you were trying to get something buttery and a little sweet, while maybe you were perhaps trying、mm-hmm. not to eat terribly, there's 5.3 calories per piece. You could eat 10 of these pieces for 53 calories. I would advise this for somebody who's maybe trying to diet. So you're saying this is more of a health food? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, it's not a health food at all. Yeah. But if you have some self restraint, you can just grab ten rib cages and be like, "That's the way that I feel good, and this will be my little dessert treat at the end of the night." Yeah, right. And that's that's a valid point. It's a dessert. We're looking at what we're looking at here is a dessert. Yes. Yeah. Now, is it true that you can only pick these up at like Whole Foods and Gelson's? Is it, yeah, is that... <laughs> only health food stores. Yeah, <laughs> Sprouts. <laughs> All the places I don't shop. <laughs> it's interesting though because it's marketed as a snack. You know, it says cinnamon sugar flavored snacks right on the bag. It's Cheetos, which we typically associate with a snack, but it's really not a snack、mm-hmm. food. I just can't imagine in the middle of the day wanting to eat this. When I would usually want Cheetos is maybe pairing it with a nice turkey sandwich,、yeah. right? I'm、mm-hmm. not going to put a side of cinnamon sugar Cheetos along my sandwich. No, no so this is a late evening snack. Is that、uh, maybe with a, if you're watching a movie, you could have a little bowl. If you're having like friends over, okay.、Uh, maybe okay. A, a, definitely for a Halloween party, that makes sense、mm-hmm. to me putting it in a bowl. Halloween, Halloween night. This might be a Halloween night specific snack because on Halloween night, I only want sweet. I don't want savory. Right. right. So this might be the perfect situation. And if you're out there and you're kind of trying to find an idea of what this is, and our words aren't necessarily doing it, a comparison that I was thinking of were cinnamon twists at Taco Bell. Yes, yes. that's a good point,、uh-huh. but not as good. A lesser cinnamon twist from. Taco Bell. It's a, it's a buttery cinnamon twist. Yeah, a buttery cinnamon twist with、yeah. less cinnamon sugar. Yeah, that makes sense.、Uh, either way, I don't think I would ever want to have more than ten of these. You know,、uh, it's a, it's a, let's just put it this way: it's a kind of a steep bell curve. I need to take a few of them to get used to what this flavor is going to be,、mm-hmm. and I'm I'm going to enjoy rib cage number four and five. But <laughs> pretty quickly after that. It's going to dip back down, and I'm not going to want any more by nine or ten. Yeah, there'll be a point where your enjoyment reaches zero. Yes, right. And that's not to say that they're gross. I don't want to undersell them. I think people should buy these and experience them. But I, I'm not going to finish this bag. Probably. No.、Uh, I don't think I'll eat any more than the ten or fifteen I ate. Right. So if anybody wants these, go, send us an email at foodholepodcast <laughs> at gmail dot com. Mail them to you. <laughs> <laughs> an open bag of Cheetos. <laughs> Now, did either of you did either of you experiment with、uh, temperature? I did. Tell us about it.、Um, so I microwaved three of them for five <laughs> seconds. No noticeable change with temperature. I went harder. Twenty-two seconds. There was a heat that I feel that the heat emphasized the corn and butter. And there was no sweetness to it at all. Interesting. I, I'm be honest, guys. It crossed my mind to put it in the microwave, but I also thought this will definitely catch fire or start sparking, like a, when you put a CD or like, <laughs> yeah, a, like a CD. Like, yeah, like when you put a, a kid's、oh, uh, no. decorative glittery plate from like a birthday party. Yeah, and it starts crackling because of cinnamon. I, I、yeah. presume. So、mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't do it. You guys are ballsier than I am. I did put one in for a full minute, and.、Uh, <laughs> the texture did degrade. It was much stickier. Really clung to my teeth. I could still feel some of it in my mouth.、Mm-hmm. You know, maybe two hours later. This is definitely a floss toothpick. Brush your teeth, treat. Just so everybody knows,、yeah. this is not a snack、mm-hmm. on it while you're in bed reading before you you close your eyes. No, too scary. 
Too scary. Um, anybody freeze them or chill them? I did put mine in the freezer for about 45 minutes. It came out chilled, not frozen. Uh, mm-hmm. The only time I could imagine chilling it is if I'm coming in from a hot, sweaty day working in the field. Mm-hmm. I need something refreshing. You know, I pop yeah. in a, a frozen Cheeto cinnamon sugar, immediately get sick, feel disgusted, <laughs> probably throw up. So Go to bed. <laughs> Work in the fields again. I think it's a good post. Yeah. <laughs> in a different sense of uh, hot and cold, uh, I think it's a good snack for after I have sex. <laughs> <laughs> So do you guys have um, an overall assessment? Mine was uh, disappointingly subtle. Um, I would say definitely good for the Halloween party bowl. And aside from that, uh, I agree with your sentiments of the health snack. Uh, But also, I think maybe if you're in college and you just want to try to get some of those late night snacks after having a little bit of a party or something. uh, Yeah, you go you go to get to the the corner store, get some Takis, get a couple extra beers. And then maybe you could also grab a, a bag of these to share with the two friends that are still awake. I would just like to round it out by saying that I am maybe disappointed in the flavor, but incredibly impressed by the marketing. Because I'd imagine the Cheetos companies made cinnamon sugar Cheetos expecting these to be kind of a probably more of a Christmas treat or maybe an all year round dessert treat. Realized that it really would only work in like a Halloween specific setting. Mm-hmm. Branded them as a bag of bones and uh, it works. You know, I think that's a lot of self-awareness on Cheetos part. Yeah. Um, if you like this uh, and you want to suggest any other uh, of your favorite flavors, uh, please go ahead and send us an email at foodholepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us, we'll post pictures of the snacks as we've enjoyed them at foodholepodcast on Instagram. Leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcast. And, and give us three spoons up uh, <laughs> or five spoons. <laughs> and a special thank you to Dion K for providing the music in today's episode. If you're interested in his work, we'll leave a link in the episode description. Until next time, we'll save you a seat at the table. Bon appétit. Bon appétit. (laughs) 